Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, welcome back. Uh, been a few weeks. This is episode 167 of Two Drunk Brothers in the Podcast with the three of us. Uh, it says probably featuring Ethan Short, as I'm sure what Jared's going to put at the bottom of the episode. But as most of you know, it's pretty much a recurring uh, appearance at this point. So, but we do have the three of us tonight. We are going to dive right into football season. We took three weeks off. Not a whole lot going on. Didn't want to cover pretty much anything that was going on last week. So we got AFC, NFC East preview, looping them both in one. And then we're doing a – we decided we're doing a hit draft, like a draft on top five comedy TV characters. Uh, so stick around for that. That'll be a good one. Um, what's going on, boys? Uh, yeah, not a whole lot. Just got done putting the, the kid to bed. So yeah, tired, but drinking some beers. I'm here getting a little indecisive on who's going to talk first. Now that there's three people, I gave, yeah. gave Jared the look of like, you going to say something. He gave me the look of you going to say something, um, <laughs> but yeah, not much. Uh, just working. We got back. We went to Michigan this past weekend for a wedding, um, hit one too many wineries, was a good weekend though, and now we're back on the grind. So that's true. That's true. Surprisingly good wine in Michigan. So shout out to uh middle of nowhere Michigan because that's where we were. But uh solid wine, solid, solid place. Can't complain. Seems like seems like the the places that you wouldn't expect to make good wine make good wine. Southern Missouri. Good wine. <laughs> Don't know what it is. Uh Jared, I saw you had a a, a light style beer. What do you have? Got a corona premiere. Uh, I thought you had the same thing. Michelob no, this is, Ultra. This has been my go-to beer all summer. It was, it has been for like the last, I think they did beat this last summer, but I could pound about 25 of these and my, not feel bloated. So I my thing it. with Coronas is like, I can't drink them without a lime. I can, but it's very painful. The extra lime just does something to me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I love them. It's something about channeling that that dom toretto energy you know so we're family we need to all be drinking corona around here ethan's drinking something weird uh he said it to me before we started yeah if you uh if there's any colorado listeners out there you might have heard it but it is a good old wibby wibby uh i'm I'm gonna be honest it says it's a success fail lager um it's almost nine percent so hitting pretty hard but uh yeah, we had a buddy who, um, there's really no other way to put it, came across a lot of beer, and it was a lot of random beers from just, like, all over the country, and they had so much that they were just like, you want some? And I was like, absolutely. So, got uh, 
good selection of random beers that I've never tried before, so I'm kind of excited to go through them. You know what the best kind of beer is? Free beer. Any kind. Free, yeah, free beer. beer. Yeah, good free beer. Right. All right. Um, anything to hit on before we get started? Yeah, I have uh, one thing. Oh, but you I go ahead, Jared. I was going to say, um, UFC is rolling out their next like big pay-per-view events. Uh, the October 22nd card in Abu Dhabi is shaping up to be an absolute fucking banger. Tonight they announced O'Malley and Peter Yan. And is it now Dillash- announced or is it just It's rumor? official. It's official. It's official. It's on the UFC Instagram. Um, and then also Aljamain Sterling and TJ Dillashaw. And so those are two banger fights. Those are bangers. Very, very, very bad matchup for Sean O'Malley. We'll see. I don't know. Don't love it. Just off the top, the fact that he hasn't beaten anyone of real good value, don't love it for him. I think that that was a lot of like Dana White's, from what I've read, is, you know, he wants to see a challenge for him. And I think that this was his his way of making that challenge happen because he hasn't faced a ton of big fighters or any well, at he, all. Honestly. He had a so, challenge and he fucking captain and single yeah. Fucking show no mercy. I think he knew... I think he knew his fate and uh, decided to go for the second poke. But uh, yeah, I was just yeah, saying, listen, no. he, his record is going to show a no contest there, but that was a fucking win. That guy, he beat that guy. I don't know. Well, we I won't call it a win. Not going to say he's going to lose, but to jump up from uh, him to Peter Yan is quite the leap, I must say. But yeah, big UFC cards coming up later in the year. Been kind of a snooze fest ever since the. Uh, Card the weekend of the fourth. The last couple yeah. weekends haven't been very great. So uh, we um, have we do have a big one this weekend though. We weren't we're not going to talk about it tonight. Uh, oh, we I got for, a no, big one coming up. There is. I also forgot the headliner on that on that card in Abu Dhabi is Charles Oliveira and Islam Makachev. So yeah, that's going to be nuts. People wanted Islam to fight Charles in Brazil. Said they're doing it the opposite, fighting him over in his territory. So yeah. either way, big was, fight this weekend. My... Sorry. No, I was gonna say that was my big thing. I was gonna I was gonna let Ethan talk now, but Travis likes likes to steal all the show now. I see that. <laughs> I was just gonna around. say there's a big fight this weekend because it got cut off earlier. Continue. Uh, it is. Thank you. Um, thank you both. No, uh Jarrett was looking to the future, so I was gonna look more towards the past and just say that uh once again, MLB All Star game was not great. Not a whole lot to talk uh, about it, surprise, so I didn't surprise. really want to. Yeah, it was. Mid. Yeah, it was. I it, literally yeah. all I was saying was that it was um, not worth watching. Like I watched maybe the first couple innings and then gave up on it. And I think that's like the third year in a row I've done that. I know they lost more viewers this year. It's just something's got to change. I don't know what, but well, something. They, you have these other like All Star games, Pro Bowls, where people like you put up a lot of points nba and nfl and then you have the mlb all-star game that hasn't gone over five runs in the last five years just about except for one year but like the the nl got one hit after the first inning one hit yep it's boring as fuck no one wants to see a no hitter in the all-star game well what's crazy to me is the al's won nine in a row now and to me, the talent gap between the two leagues is not that big. So I, I don't know what's happening there. But, yeah, nine in a row for the AL. You know, I, a big part of it for me with this All-Star game is 
you vote in the starters and then the starters play two innings. What, what's the, the coaching, point of having a fan vote? That The coaching yeah. last night was very, very piss poor. Uh, go figure is the Braves coach. Um, but like Paul Goldschmidt, homer in the first inning, that was his only at bat. I, like a lot of the guys that got two and three at bats, I think only two of them got a base hit. The rest of them did nothing. Yep. So just very, very piss poor. Uh, but either, but way, either way, that was my only thing. Yeah. All-star game sucked. Home run derby. They got to do something to change that. The uh, the timed. They just, they just did. They just changed out. it like three or four years. I know, and it's horrible. I don't like. I mean, it's the time it, it is thing. what it is. It's guys hitting home runs against each other. I mean, you can't really. I don't know what. I don't know what more. I don't like the outs thing either because I. It is what it is. That's all I know. So, but at least with the outs, you have like a certain thing. Like I, there was a couple times where you don't know if the guy got the pitch off on time. Like just have outs. Just bring back outs. Makes it easier for everyone involved. Either way. Um, so that was the MLB All-Star game. That's about all we missed over the last three weeks. A couple UFC yeah. cards, MLB All-Star game. Uh, not a lot. Let's dive on into it, ladies and gents. AFC East preview. Talk about every and team. NFC. Yeah, and NFC. But we're going to dive into AFC first. Each team, what they did right, what they did wrong, who they added, lost, yada, yada. Let's dive into it. Buffalo Bills capping it off. Uh, so do you, I, I have, I have the, the articles pulled. Up. I have additions and departures as well. Okay. So that's what I was it doesn't matter what you want to do. If you want to list off the bills, go for it. Yeah. So the bills departures, they lost Mitch Trubisky to the Steelers, Matt Breida, uh, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders. Those are two big names. I do think, um, Daryl Williams, John Feliciano, uh, Mario Addison, Jerry Hughes, and Star Latul, I can never pronounce the guy's name. You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, those were mm-hmm. those Lele. were the, yeah, those were the big names. The two biggest for me are Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders. I think they those both both those guys had a lot of production. I feel like Cole Beasley has been like a, a go to clutch guy for the Bills for shit five years now. So I think those are those are huge. Yeah, those are pretty big. They also lost Vernon Butler, AJ Klein, and Levi Wallace, who were kind of like second pieces in the defense, uh, which we all know their defense has been pretty solid. However, they did replace Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders semi with Jamison Crowder, who when he's on the field, he does provide a lot. Yeah, I mean, he he does. Um, And then they, again, replace some of that defensive end. Um, You know, those defensive line losses with Shaq Lawson, Jordan Phillips, Von Miller, uh, a couple big names. I do feel like they way overpaid for Von Miller. That six-year, $120 million contract for Von Miller, who's like, what, 30-something years old? I was about to ask fine. how old he was. Yeah. Yeah. He's old. He's old for sure. Uh, I'll tell you right now. He is – he's been in 33. 33. So. Wow. Yeah. So they signed him until he's 39. Is that how long it was? Six years? Yes, six years. Yeah, yeah. And a and a linebacker is going to play till he's thirty nine. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to use him more as an edge rusher. I, I'm not really sure on. I can't remember the exact system they run up there. Um, they also added OJ Howard. I think that's kind of a, a under key, uh, kind of a you know low key signing. And Isaiah McKenzie also. So 
for the people they lost, they gained them back. They also added Roger Saffold and Mitch Morse to that. M-I-Z. Yeah. They did add Mitch, Mitch Morse, Morse coming back. <laughs> coming back. He was originally in Buffalo. Yes, that is correct. Huh. I think I think while they lost a lot of those significant starting pieces that we said, they also replaced them like to a very pretty decent extent. Uh, I don't think they lost out on much talent in, in terms of what they got back. For sure. So what are, are we going to say the Bills, do they get better? They say the same. You know, do they get a little bit worse? What are your, what's, what's your guys' thoughts on that? Go ahead, e. I was just going to say, I think for this year specifically, I think they got better. I mean, we could talk about the Von Miller signing in terms of its length and um, the iffiness around that. But for this year specifically, I, I think they got better on defense, um, kind of headlined by that signing. I think that even with losing Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley, correct me if I'm wrong, and I was trying to pull it up, and my, my computer does not like me tonight. Um but they still have Gabriel Davis. And to me, I think he was the better wide receiver out of all three of those guys. So the fact that they still have him as a young talent to compliment Stefan Diggs is a huge, a huge piece for me as well. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to get better from an 11 win team already was what yeah. they were last year, but to as much as they could, I think they definitely didn't get worse. If at, at worst they stayed the same, but I do think that they slightly improved. I am going to say they definitely maybe remained even keel. Maybe here, here's the only reason why I would say they got a little bit worse. I think everyone else in the, in the division got better and is trying to play catch up with the Bills. If that if that makes sense in, in a roundabout way, like the Dolphins went out, got a bunch of talent. The Jets got a bunch of talent. Um, even, I mean, the, the Pats tried to improve the roster of the Patriot way. Um that's the only reason why I would say they maybe took a step back because everyone else in the, in the division is also trying to, or is catching up to them in terms of talent on their roster. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, in terms of what they can do, not a whole lot. I wouldn't consider the surrounding Pete, like the, the teams around them getting better as them getting worse. They've done what they can do. Absolutely. No, I, I, I agree. Um, but I mean, they 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 definitely get worse. I mean, if they um, the only reason why I would say they got worse because the teams are catching up with them. So, all right, I feel like this is the easy answer. We're gonna get an MVT MVP of each team. Um, oh, it's Devin Singletary. I, <laughs> <laughs> Travis, <laughs> Travis, that's Travis runs in jeans. No. Runs in jeans. Needs to fucking be a goddamn Wrangler spokesperson. <laughs> um. MVP, I think we all know who it is. It's Josh Allen. Without him, this it's team Josh would Allen. be a, a seven-win team. Yeah. So, but they did yeah, just absolutely. sign Case Keenum. So, I mean, Ooh, I'm just saying, go. right? He can t- if he can take the did. Vikings to the playoffs, take the Bills. The playoffs took the Vikings <laughs> to the conference championship game. He was a quarter away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, but that was the year with the Stefan Diggs catch down the sideline, right against the Saints. Yeah. Uh huh. So fluky to get to the conference championship, but hey, I hear still you. happened. Still happened. He made that throw. Um, over under DraftKings has it right now eleven and a half wins. This is tough. It's so tough for tough. me. I'm gonna go of... ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say that over eleven and a half. It's the favorite at minus one forty, but they won eleven last year. 
don't think that they got worse, and I'm going to take the juice on the over again. Um, I would not bet this personally, but if I have to, if you're like gunning my head at the side, yeah, I'm going to take the under. Um, I think they're an 11 win team again. Um, like I just said, everyone in the division got better. You know, you got to think they swept the Dolphins, they swept the Pats last year. I think they swept the division last year. I think they went six and zero in the East. I don't I, think that I, happens again this year. I think they go at worst four and two in the AFC East. Okay, yeah, but that's two more losses than they had last year from the division. And I don't know what I can't. I don't have their schedule pulled up in front of me. I probably should, but I'm a little ill. I ran. Here. I ran through it uh, yesterday, and I, I I had them at at twelve wins, so that's why I took the over. Yeah, my thing with my thing with the Bills here, and I know it's everybody's not everybody's, I shouldn't say that, but a lot of people's favorites to win the Super Bowl this year. And they're a great team. And and I don't think that that's like the worst take in the world. But I'm I'm siding with Jarrett in terms of everybody else in the division got better, namely your guys' dolphins. And I I know you guys may not want to be homers on this episode, so I'll be homers for you. I I like that team a lot. I won't jump too far ahead and get into my takes with that team until we get there. But if the Dolphins get better and they, even if they just split with them during the regular season, I think the Patriots aren't great, but are good enough to potentially take a game in Foxborough. And then the Jets are the Jets, but they did improve a little bit. So could they steal a game in the division? Possibly. Um, so I like the under two, but I don't, I'm I'm with Jarrett in that if it's going to be an under, it's going to be 11 wins. Otherwise, they're going to win 13 to 14 games. Actually, I just remember the Bills did not go. No, they lost to Jacksonville. They lose to the Jets last year. Um, but I, yeah, I like that ticky. I mean, if you look at their schedule, their first four games are not easy. At LA, the Rams. Uh, they yep. play the Titans, who always played on Monday Night Football, who always seem to play teams tough. At Miami and at Baltimore. So their first three uh, first three games of the year are on the road and not very friendly places to play. Uh, their, their back half is a cake. Though. It is a cake. So if they get Bro, a couple but first, like, the beginning, six, though, first six or if they can steal two to three, if they can steal three in that beginning, I don't have, I don't think it's going to be a problem with them winning 12. I definitely don't think that they're going to win less than 11. It's going to be 11 or 12 and it's going to be close. I took the over. Uh, you're going to see a trend for me with these uh, tonight. So, Buckle up, Buttercups. Um, that's but it. So, that's so, it. so, so, to continue their schedule real quick. After that Ravens game, Week Four, they go Steelers at home, which is an easy game. At Kansas City, Packers at home. Like those first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks are are rough for them. But like you said, that back half. Then they get the Jets, the Vikings, the Browns, the Lions, the Pats, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Bears, the Bengals, <laughs> and the Bills, or the Pats. So, yeah. I, Bengals on the road I, on Monday night will be a tough game, though. Call it me is. crazy. Call me crazy. I don't think, whereas in years past, you see the Chiefs on the schedule, it's an automatic loss. I don't think that's the case anymore. I don't think so either. Chiefs on the road, though, in Arrowhead, different story. Yeah. <clears throat> different story. I think they did it. I guess they didn't do it last year. But I don't think they're as much of a powerhouse as what people think anymore. But. That could just be me. Um, Buffalo's actually favorite favored in that game right now. If you want to look really far ahead, <laughs> really far ahead, really take that uh, in. Yeah. 
that that is the Bills. At the end of this, at the end of the division, we're gonna recap and who we think is the best rookie in this division. Uh, next up, the Jets. Oh boy, um, they added the Tyler Jets. Conklin, C.J. Uzama, Lakin Tomlinson, Solomon Thomas, who me and Jared thought was gonna be really good, Jordan Whitehead, and Greg Zerline. They lost, which I didn't even know Keelan Cole was on the team, but they lost him. Mm-hmm. Jamison Crowder. Greg Van Roten, Morgan Moses, Shaq Lawson, Gerard Davis, Marcus May, and Matt Amendola, their kicker. One thing Very that, much not important names. Yeah. I was going to say something that stood out to me just as you were rap, uh, rambling off those names was how much movement in the division there's been in the offseason with uh, a lot additions a and lot. departures. It's, it's kind of crazy. If you ask me, like I, I was shocked to see some of the names and, and they're not big names. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but you know, you got names like, again, we'll get into it later, but Devonte Parker, you've got, um, Shaq Lawson. and now I'm blanking on who you just talked about. Shaq Lawson. Yeah. You've got, uh, Shaq Lawson has gone from the dolphins to the Jets, or, and, <laughs> yes. and like he's bounced around a few different teams. So, yeah, I mean, I've, the AFC East is notorious for that. We always have players going, bouncing back and forth. It's wild. Uh, and then Greg Van Roten, I think he added, he was on somewhere else. I don't know. But we're going to talk about him later, too. Not a whole lot. But, yeah, as far as their additions and departures, I guess they got an upgrade at tight end. I don't know why they signed Conklin and Uzama, but – other than that, I don't think they really did a whole lot to make their team better. I guess they just thought they did enough in the draft or were going to do it. Which lot I think draft. they did. I mean, they had a great draft, but how much of these rookies will make an immediate impact year one? That's obviously what we'll find out. Forgive but. me. Forgive me for my ignorance. I literally paid about this much attention in the draft. Um, who. Who'd they get? Like Rose, Rose. I know they had three picks in the first round, right? I got you. It was two picks in the first round, but they had a very early second round pick as, pick as well. Um, they got Garrett Wilson, 10th overall from Ohio State. Jermaine Johnson, the defensive end from Florida State. And then Brees Hall, the running back from Iowa State. Are you going to forget so, Ahmad Gardner? And Ahmad Gardner. Well, oh, there he, he wasn't showing up on my list. I don't know why it wasn't showing up. So they did have three first round picks. Their first pick? Um, yeah, their first pick in the draft uh, wasn't showing up on my list. Um, so, so yeah, so solid. Very I mean, solid. But none of those guys. Okay, how how many of those guys are going to win you? Actually, like, have the ability to win you a game. Garrett Wilson, maybe. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying like 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 a guy that can make a play to win a game. He's not a quarterback. You know, I mean, it's just Jermaine Johnson is a fucking JUCO product. Let's let's see if he even pans out. So he last chance to you State, actually. Though. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, uh, you know. But- with Amon Gardner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until I found Axonics Therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit findrealrelief.com. 
That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. I like the pick, and I like that he fell to them and they got the value there. But he is going to face some incredibly tough wide receivers as a rookie. Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Devontae Parker now with the Patriots, like he's gonna have his hands full. Well, Devontae so. Parker for you know like half a season. Yeah, but, hey, yeah. hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Um, he's gonna go. No, to the I, Patriots and I agree. Play. I don't think they're gonna be some crazy good team uh, by any means, but I, I do think you can't really get worse than what they were. So I'd say they got better, but on a minimal scale. I don't really understand the Brees Hall pick because I thought Michael Carter was their guy but I've seen rumors circulating about them having Brees Hall be their starter this year. I think to me, Michael Carter is, he's more of a pass catching back. I know that he, he he did it all for them when he was healthy, but he strikes me as a guy who's going to catch more passes out of the backfield and become more of a complimentary role. So I don't know if that's how they're planning to use him, but um, Brees Hall, I think is going to be more of a workhorse if, if he pans out the way they hope. Here's what's going to happen to to everyone in New York. Like this is literally like fucking um goddamn can't remember his name. Dolphins coach just got fired. Holy shit, I'm blanking. Brian Brian Flores. Flores. This is literally Brian Flores 2.0 with Robert Sala. I mean, he's literally this defensive minded guy and they added the like all these pieces that I don't think they really needed. Like you guys said the Brees Hall pick doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um I think they did not do anything to get better. You know, I guess how many wins they have last year? Four or five. Um, I, I think they're probably the same garbage that they were last year, to be honest with you. And I know Travis likes Zach Wilson, but he's not it. I mean, you can't yeah, really I, say that. Yeah. You know, we, we try to say it like same with Drew Locke, right? Like we don't want to give up on quarterbacks after one year. Um, I, I'm not a super big believer in Zach Wilson, but I think we got to give him another year to see what happens. Listen. Zach Wilson bangs moms and he's going to come out and he's going to do just fine. All right. I, I find it hard to be hard to see a world in which they get worse from last year, which was four wins. There's no yeah. chance that they are worse than four win team from last year. So with that being said, we go on their MVP and their over under MVP for me Kind of, I don't have a single player, but I think it's their offensive line. It's someone who's going to need to step mm-hmm. up, protect Zach Wilson, and they have a good one. Elijah Vera Tucker, Makai Becton, they got Lakin Tomlinson, a bunch of guys that can really be like the sole heart of that offense and protect Brees Hall, Michael Carter, Zach Wilson, etc. Yeah, I I don't hate that MVP pick. I'm going to throw a real off kind of like out there MVP pick for you because it's not somebody that's going to make a difference on the field. To me, it's somebody that's going to make a difference off the field and you guys are probably going to disagree. That's okay. But to me, it's Joe Flacco. Flacco. Yep. Yep. To me, it's a guy who's a veteran presence. That's going to help to kind of mentor Zach Wilson in his second year. Somebody who's been there, done that. He's been to a super bowl, won a super bowl, right? I'm not crazy with the Ravens. Yes, he did. The Ravens. Yes. Um, so he's he's been there, done that. He's got the experience. He has the knowledge as a backup QB, and he's going to play 
exactly that role. And so I think if you have a guy like that who can help Zach Wilson develop uh, while he's playing, you know, on the sidelines, I think that's going to go a long way in the improvement of this offense. No, I actually love that pick. Um, I think having a veteran quarterback with a young quarterback like that is super huge. And yeah, he was there last year, but you know, he's, you know, how much, how much that team was kind of, kind of a dumpster fire. Uh, my MVP, I believe it was my MVP. No, he was he was my my pick for defensive rookie of the year two years ago when we did this podcast. Uh, Quinnen Williams, uh, I think he can have a monster year on this defensive line. Um, he's going into his third year in the league. Last year he had six sacks, uh, which is crazy for an interior defensive lineman. Um, if he can stay healthy and swallow up, here's the, the Jets' problem: they have the secondary talent to compete. The problem is, will they be able to stop the run game? And yep. Quinn Williams is the key cornerstone in stopping, stopping any, any run game. If they can do that, I think the Jets defense can actually be legitly decent. And, you know, spoiler alert, let's take a lot of unders in Jets games this year. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I think that's a fair pick. Um, I Better defense than offense. I'll give you that. Um, and I think that, Stopping the run game is going to be important this year. Not necessarily because the the running backs in the AFC East are scary, but we'll I mean we'll get to them later. But I think the Dolphins made some key additions in that area. Um, but the Bills, I don't know. They they added Dalvin Cook's brother. Then you've got the Patriots, who still have, if I'm correct, uh, Damian Harris. Ramad, they got Ramadre Stevenson, the second year back. Yep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They they've got better. Yeah, nothing crazy. So let's go to over/under on wins, guys. The Vegas has a set at five and a half. Um, the over of five and a half is the favorite at minus one sixty-five. Under is plus one thirty-five. Um, I'll go to Ethan. Ethan's taking the under. I like the yeah. Under. I I like the under in this one simply because of what we talked about with the Bills and the AFC East, and that I think everybody improved, and that includes the Bills, the Dolphins, and eh, we'll get to the Patriots, but. Um, if the rest of the division's improving, it's going to be tougher competition. It's going to be harder to win games. So I I like the under. I don't think that they're going to improve much from a 4-1 team. I think they improved as a team, like I said earlier. I don't know if that will reflect in wins. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Travis Travis likes the over. Let's, let's hear his rationale. I like the over. I think they have a fairly – not, I mean, it's not easy, but that, I think they have some wins they can get. They get the Browns early on, which I don't think they're going to have Deshaun Watson, so I think that's a win. Uh, Steelers, no one really knows what they're going to look like this year. Uh, could be a win. They've got the Bears. I think Justin Fields and that Bears team suck. Uh, the Vikings, very easy. Lions, Jags. I think they have enough wins, and as long as they can turn the ship around a little bit, from four wins, I think they can get to six. Fair enough. It's still very borderline for me. I feel a lot more confident taking this under than the than the Bills under. Um, I wouldn't touch the Bills win total with a 10-foot pole. That's just my personal opinion. I feel confident taking this under, especially if you're going to give me the Jets under five and a half at plus money. I almost have to take it because I'm not going to root for the Jets to win games at all any given week. So um, I also like the under as well. Uh, Travis, you I, mentioned the Lions. You mentioned the Lions. I think the Lions are a lot better than what people are going to give them credit for this year. Which we can get to that on the North uh, uh, podcast. So I don't know. 
I could probably beat Jared Goff with my fucking left hand, so I don't really feel <laughs> much danger in that. Um, yeah, I, I like Zach Wilson. I'll root for the Jets anytime they don't play the Dolphins. That's just how it is because they're no for danger sure. to the Dolphins. If they if the Dolphins are having trouble keeping up with the Jets in the division, then they don't fucking deserve to. How's that thing though? The, the Jets always play the East teams tough. I feel like anytime you watch a Jets game playing the Bills, the pass of the Dolphins, it's always like tied in the third quarter or so, or like the better teams up by like three or four points. And then the better team pulls away in the fourth quarter. Like that's how it always gets. Like both the Dolphins games were like that last year. I believe they played the pass tough last year. So they're, they're a scrappy team. If they can turn that scrappiness into wins, I can definitely see Travis's overhitting. Yeah. I think exactly. the big thing for me um, that it could come down to, and I kind of have an idea of where I think this is going to go, but the win loss total for the Jets might come down to whether or not Deshaun Watson gets to play in that Browns game. That's crazy. It's a crazy thing about that. It really is. If Deshaun Watson plays week two, I see three to four wins for the Jets. If he doesn't, I see, you know, that four to five, maybe six range. So, yeah. No chance. No chance he plays in that game. <laughs> I don't no think so, but Jets. we'll see. So that's the Jets. Let's move on to the Pats. Um, I'll cover their key additions and lo- their key additions and losses. Um, so the Pats, they um, – what's what do you want to do? You want to do – I fucking got this all backed around. Is someone having the computer first? I fucked this Got up. it. Uh, they got they added Ty Montgomery, T.Y. Montgomery, however the fuck you want to say it. I don't even know if that's an addition, but they got him. Devontae Parker, Daryl Williams, Mac Wilson, Malcolm Butler again, Terrence Mitchell, and Jabril Peppers. They lost in Keel Harry, who probably played a handful of games at most. Shaq Mason, uh, Chase Vinovich, Jamie Collins, Dante Hightower, Colin Van no- or Kyle Van Noy, and J.C. Jackson. Pretty much their whole back end of their defense. Yeah, they got worse. Brutal. Yeah. Bad. And then just as a reminder, they had maybe one of the worst drafts in NFL history, taking Cole Strange, Tyquan Thornton, uh, Pierre Strong, Bailey Zappi. Just, I don't know. They had one of the weirdest off seasons of any team that I've seen, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think fucking Bill Belichick's mailing it in, guys. To be honest with you, like that's honestly so. what it seems like. I mean, the only but, the only position they upgraded was wide receiver. Uh, I think Devontae Parker's probably the biggest name they've had there since Julian Edelman. Not saying a whole lot, but outside of that, they lost so much on the back end of their defense. It's insane. They did. I mean, you're basically replacing replacing J.C. Jackson with Malcolm Butler which is cool if this is 2012, but it's not, you know? So, um, uh, that I mean, that's just – I didn't realize I mean, how much – Chase Vinovich is actually a huge loss too. Um, they did get – I'm not really out. sure what they're going to do in their linebacker spot. I don't know either. I mean, they got Mac Wilson, uh, which was who's a decent guy from the Browns. Uh, one guy you missed, I think, on here that they signed – not that it matters, but they did sign Nick Folk. So – yeah, I didn't include that for a reason. I'm just saying, I feel like they've always had the thing about it, the Pats have always had like a solid nails kicker. Like kicking's been going back to Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, and now Nick Folk, like that's your guy. Like that's going to be your guy to like hit hit a fucking kick. Like I don't know, man. This this feels weird to me. All right, I don't know. MVP time for this team. Pretty hard to pick one considering they're all buns. 
The MVP for me is going to go to a position who they haven't had a steady stream of someone to go to over the past few years. My MVP, if he can stay healthy, is Devontae Parker. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. That's, that's a gigantic if that's the thing there, but solid, solid. If he can, he is, then, he is a full season. Yeah, exactly. If he's healthy, then that's going to make a huge impact on their year. I don't, I, I don't, think, I don't, with you. I don't know. I, uh, I had a tough time picking an MVP for this team. I think Mac Jones in his second year, it's kind of, for me, it's kind of like we talked about with Zach Wilson. Got to see it. I He was not a true pro bowler last year. I don't care what anybody says. Um, that was a, hey, we need somebody to play this weekend. You down, and he was. So for me, it's let's see how much he improves. I don't want to count out Mac Jones as a quarterback just yet, but my MVP kind of going along with that is just going to be the tight ends and what can they do in their second years with the team to help out in the run block game to help out as pass catchers. You've got guys, Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry who are high quality tight ends and you know, they didn't have bad years last year, but to me, they didn't have, Hey, we're, we're really helping this team out. I think this is the year where we could see it. Yeah. If they get I involved, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mine is going to be kind of a rogue pick. I'm going rogue with my uh, – these are guys that I think if they step up, they can be really, really solid. Somebody who they need to be an MVP is Raekwon McMillan. Travis just mentioned that they don't know what they're doing at the linebacker spot. Raekwon McMillan, drafted by our Dolphins, played, played a solid couple of years, got moved to the Raiders, uh, played 16 games in 2020, did not play last year. So he's coming off not playing in a year. Um, but I always thought he was a very solid linebacking line, linebacker, um, big time role guy. And Travis said they lost a lot of linebackers. I feel like he's going to be if the guy that steps up. That's another big if, though, on staying healthy. You said you didn't play last year. I remember his rookie season, he tore his ACL like first uh, day in like fucking rookie camp. And it was very yeah, so early. The, the kids, the kids been in the league for five years and only played three. But the years he does play, he plays all 16. So, Fair, fair. Um, 
like that. Don't hate it. They're going to need someone to step up there. Over-under. Right now, DraftKings, probably the lowest over-under in New England since New England's been a powerhouse in the 2000s. Eight and a half. It's tough. This is another one I wouldn't touch. I'm not going to – I haven't – I wouldn't personally bet my first two others. But I'm going to go ahead and you see a trend here. I'm taking this over as well. I'd find it hard – the Patriots not winning nine games. Yeah, so I don't really have a solid pick on this, but let's so let's as a, as a group run through this. So they have Dolphins week one on the road. I think that's yeah, a loss. Loss. Yeah. Uh, Steelers on the road. That's a W. Um, I would hope so. Ravens at home. So Pats Pats are playing the Ravens at home. I think it might be a loss. I'm tough. not a big believer in the Ravens this year. Not either. It's tough to win games at Foxborough. That's true. So let's give let's give them two and one. Week four, they go to Lambeau. That's a loss. That's two and two. I think so. Lions at home. That's three and two. Browns on the road. If Deshaun Watson's playing. Yep. That's yeah, a big so if for me. Let's say, I, I've, I read today eight weeks. So let's go to count those win four and two. Bears at home, five and two. Pats are Jets on the road. I think they still be the Jets on the road. Uh, that's six and two. Uh, Vikings on the road. I do think Minnesota might sneak one in there. Oh, you're, missing the, you're missing the Colts and the Jets. Yep. You oh, you yeah. look at the second Jets matchup, not the first. Yeah. So we got Colts yeah, yeah. at home. I think that's an L. Well, I like Matty yeah, Ice on the uh, on the Colts. Matt Matt Ryan can't throw a ball over forty yards. But Jonathan Taylor can run one forty yards. For Regardless. Here's my thing. I got halfway through the schedule and I saw six wins. So I, I also like the over of eight and a half as well. Yeah, I, I think as we talked it out, I was originally going to take the under because I, I have a hard time believing. I mean, we're about to talk about the Dolphins. We've talked about the Bills seeing three teams in that division with over nine wins, but not impossible. So, and we're looking at the schedule. It seems like it's a little bit of a cakewalk for the Patriots. They do have a tougher back end. I mean, they got to play the Vikings on the road and I, I, I'll be honest with you. We'll get to it with the NFC North. I know a lot of people are talking about the Vikings having a big bounce back year, winning the NFC North. I'm not buying it. Um, but then they got to play the Bills. They got to play the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Bengals, the Dolphins again, and then the Bills again. So that the end of their schedule is a gauntlet. But there's three wins in there somewhere. Um, yeah, I told you there's a pattern going with this. Say it with this. So I got them all going over. I'm not fucking leaving. They're all going over. This is going to be the best division of football. Tough. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, we got them all going over. Got our MVPs. Let's go into the last team of the AFC East. Our median Jarrett's. Maybe Ethan, a little adoption of the AFC. Miami Dolphins. Hey, I never said, not your favorite. It could be your favorite AFC team, motherfucker. We'll see. Um, wow. Miami Dolphins. They added gauntlet of running backs. Chase Edmonds, Sony Michelle, Raheem Mostert, Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson, Teron Armstead, Connor Williams, Melvin Ingram, Thomas Morstead, punter. Probably one of the best additions in free agency that a team could have. Lost. Malcolm Brown, Duke Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Will Fuller, Alan Hearns, Albert Wilson, Jesse Davis, Justin Coleman, Jason McCourty, and Michael Pilardi. 
Did I even need to say who we lost? Because no. Can I just Uh, say that I didn't even know that Alan Hearns was still on you guys' team? Where has he been? He played like one, maybe two games. I think he has majority on the practice squad. Yeah, I think he caught like a, I think he caught a couple of passes, but nothing, nothing too crazy. So, um, I mean, we could, we can infinitely, definitely don't spend a lot of time on this. The Dolphins got better. They got better the day they traded for Terry Kill. I mean, let's be honest. I think maybe even before that, because they had a total overhaul of their backfield, which has been needed for years now. Yeah, they pretty much kicked Miles Gaskin doesn't have a job anymore. Chase Edmonds, Sony Michelle, and Raheem Mostert, those three are going to see the field before Miles Gaskin does. Yeah. Yeah, they need to trade Miles Gaskin is what they need to do for something. I don't care if it's a those, fifth pick. Those three pieces right there, it's going to be hard enough getting them all involved because they're all quality backs. Yeah. Well, I know I Malcolm Brown's say... been hurt, though. He's been banged up. Who? Malcolm Brown's been has, has been banged up. So He's gone. He's not on our team, so. <laughs> I'm not, not, that's not what I meant. I meant the other Rams guy we signed. Sony oh, Michelle. Sony Michelle. Yeah, yeah, Sony yeah. Shit. He's always banged up, so it doesn't, yeah. that's not a big difference. Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert, though. Now, my thing is, is the uh, I hate it for fantasy, but I love it for the team. If you've got that many, to, to me, I mean, obviously, I don't think any of them are like blow me away superstars. But they're all above average running backs. And if you have four to choose from out of that backfield of, hey, let's see who gets the ball this week and can do can do some damage. Or let's see here in the in the preseason who shows out and, and really take a guy and run with it. You've got you've got options back there and they're not they're not bad ones. Yeah. I mean fa- fantasy football in terms of running backs, it's gonna just gonna keep going downhill with this running back by committee because we have very, very few teams that have just one running back anymore nowadays. Even if you do have a really good one. Yeah. Um, I agree. So um they got better obviously. The Dolphins did. I think they I think if you're looking at the division non like I'm not trying to be biased. I think they improved the most out of any other team in the AFC East by far. Maybe maybe even the NFL. Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with that. It'll, it'll be hard-pressed for me to say in the entire NFL, and I'm going to be honest, I can't think of who might have gotten better than them over the offseason. Um, but I don't disagree that they might have. But definitely we're the most improved team in the AFC East. By far, not not even close. Don't even know how somebody could argue that another team got better in that division. Yeah. yeah oh, for sure. sure. So M- MVP, I think this is kind of interesting because there's a lot of different ways you can go. Um, I feel like the last few years has been Xavier and Howard, people like that. So we'll kick it off. Uh, we'll go with the non-Dolphins fan first. Ethan, who do you think is the MVP of the Dolphins this year? I, this one's kind of a simple pick for me. I think it has to be Tua, and I think it has to be, again, this is the third quarterback in this division alone that we've talked about, but it has to be that second-year leap. Or no, he's third year. Am I crazy? Third or second year for him? Who? Tua. This is third. Third year. Okay, sorry. So I was off by a year. But either way, I think this is where he makes the next leap. You've got a generational talent at wide receiver now in Tyreek Hill that you're throwing the ball to. You've got a plethora of running backs that you can run with out of the backfield as complementary pieces. You still have Mike Gesicki, who I still have, hold out hope for, and that he could be the next major tight end. 
um, in this league. We'll see. But you've got so many weapons around you. You have to be that focal point for the offense to put all the pieces together and make it work. And if he does, this team is scary. No no other way to put it. And if he doesn't? The team is less scary. (laughs) That's what I'm worried about. I mean, we this team is built built around Tua. If they do not win ten games this year, total failure. Total failure. I would almost argue and say that if they don't win ten if they don't win more than ten games, it's it's a failure because we've won ten games the last two years and not made the playoffs. So I mean, you almost in this in this division in the AFC especially you think about the the depth of talent across the entire conference. You have to win 11 games to make the playoffs. And to me, making the playoffs is, yes, a step in the right direction. But we have this small – I think we have this small window here in the next four to five years – four years. That's what Tyreek Hill's contract, contract is to win a fucking championship. So it has to start now. That's my opinion. I don't disagree I have... because I don't – I think the AFC might have even gotten better from last year. So you're right. If you if you win ten games, which is it's still crazy to me that you guys have won ten games the last two years and didn't make the playoffs. That that blows my mind when you've got teams like the division we're about to talk about, which is in the NFC East, that make the playoffs with seven wins. Um that it takes that much just to get into the playoffs. So yeah, I agree. I think you this you you've got the pieces now, you have to make it happen. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. I uh, I mean, I'll continue to, to hope he does better. But I just have no faith in Tua. And that's, yeah. But... I, I think that the team is there for them. So obviously, I'm well, not like, like, like you said, bad, like you said Travis, the, the team was built around him. They've added players that have those short, quick go routes, those short, quick slants that can make make plays in space. That's what he needs. So what he had a band running backs that can get more than two yards a carry. He's never, and that's been that's been that's a huge thing for me too. Like everyone's like, oh, he doesn't have an, have an arm. He was never touted as having this gigantic cannon of an arm. He was touted for his accuracy. That's what his big thing was. Now he's got the players get to him in tight spots, let him make plays. All right, so Ethan's MVP is Tua. Travis, who who's your MVP? My MVP is his backfield. Uh, I haven't seen a running back tandem three-headed monster, even just one guy like this since like the four-game stretch of JHI that was back in like 2016, 2017. Uh there, there hasn't been. So to have Chase Edmonds, even Sonny Michelle, if he's there for half the season, Raheem Mostert, uh, that's great. It's going to do a world of difference, especially behind the replenished, somewhat replenished offensive line that the Dolphins had, which I think that's going to be Jarrett's MVP. That is my MVP, the offensive line, mainly to Ron Armstead. 
and Connor Williams. We, well, here's the thing with Toronto Armstead. We finally have a veteran who's been in this league a long time who can really play a like, kind of like Ethan's pick on the Jets with Joe, with Joey Flacco. My pick is Toronto Armstead. He can he can go, go in there. He can coach up Robert Hunt, Eichenberg, Austin Jackson, guys like that to make them want to be better. Um, oh, there's no coaching finally, up Austin finally, Jackson. <laughs> that there's finally trying. a spot in this team. But here's the thing: there's there's a bright spot in the offensive line. Every single year I go oh, into the, I go into the, I'm like, I'm com- I'm confident in our whole team except for the offensive line. This year I can say I'm confident in our whole team overall. I feel like they've done everything they need to do. Um, but I think it really starts with the O line. Establishing a run game is going to help Tua in that passing game tremendously. So, fair, fair. All right, got the MVP over under. This is mind boggling. I don't care what who you're a fan of. The over-under is at nine. Just nine. Do we even have to talk about this? You have to can hammer like, the over. Yeah, lock, of the, uh, lock of the entire over-under of all 32 NFL teams? Yeah. It's, it's, it's plus over. money, too. I think oh at a worst-case worst scenario, it's a push. Worst-case scenario, hopefully, mm-hmm. unless they completely shit the bed, and the over is at plus 105. Nuts. Yeah, I'm taking Nuts that. So. I'd take that right now. You can log on to DraftKings. Log on DraftKings. I imagine FanDuel has the same things. But yeah, so that is the over right there. I told you it's a trend. I took all the overs in the AFC East. So it's going to be a good division. Uh, Jared and Ethan took the unders on everyone but the Dolphins. So. No, but we, no we, we we had the over on the Pats. We, we did have the over on the Pats. Um, so your consensus is if you want to take the over on the Pats, you can, but we love the over on the Dolphins. Go log on take that now. We are going to switch over to NFC East and take a short break. No, no. Uh, division. Division winner. Division oh, winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Division winner. Division winner? I thought yeah. we were doing rookie, best rookie. Which one? Both. Oh, best division rookie. Winner. Best rookie and division winner. What's the Let's make it quick because we're gonna have to fucking start speeding up a little bit. Yeah, I think I think division winner. I think it's still the Bills. I do too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, best rookie. Call me crazy. Going fucking way off the wall. Matt Areza, punter for the Bills. Okay, I don't hate it because that was. Good. Wasn't that the guy who I said was in during our draft episode that I was like, he's going to be taken before a tight end. Didn't happen, yeah, but didn't happen. Um, but listen to this. He averaged in his senior year, 51 yards per punt. No kicker in the NFL averaged that last year. No punter averaged that yeah, last year. I will. Uh, I might have to change mine because I was going to be super basic and I was going to pick Garrett Wilson because I think he's going to end up being the wide receiver one on that team. But it's not a bad pick taking even even as a punter. This is not a bad pick. So I mean, you're gonna be able to flip the field if you <laughs> get the ball to start the game and you go three and out. You're gonna flip the field and give it to him at the other twenty five. Yep. Yep. I don't hate it. I'll ride with it. Garrett, Jared, what you got? No, I, I yeah, yeah. I don't hate that at all. Mine. <laughs> and this may be a homer pick. Is my mic fucking up again? No, no, you're good. You're just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't hate it at all. <laughs> I love it. Mine, Go ahead. Mine is is going to be 
Um, kind of a homer pick. Dolphins didn't have a pick till the third round, but I think the third round pick was amazing. Channing Tindall, the linebacker out of Georgia, um, is going to add some depth there because uh, you really have a linebacking core that really, as you think of it right now, it's only Landon Roberts and um, – I'm drawing a blank tonight. All right, Travis, help me out here. 55. Jerome Baker. Um, and Vink. That's, that's, Vink. Those, those are really your two guys right there. So I think Van Ginkle's more of an rusher. I think Tyndall's more of like an all-around player. Um, so I think that's a kind of a deep cut there. I think you're going to hear his name a lot more than what people think. And, uh, yeah, that's my AFC East Rookie of the Year. Travis, Travis picked the punter. I picked the linebacker. Ethan, what do you got for us? Well, I, I told – as I told Travis, you know, I was going to go Garrett Wilson and be super basic, but I think I might have to go with him on the punter. But to, to but to be different, my rookie of the year in that division will be Garrett Wilson, just because I, That's again, fair. think he's going to be their wide receiver one. I don't know if he'll be, or I should, let me rephrase. He's not going to be a Justin Jefferson or a Jamar Chase, but he might be the best rookie wide receiver. Maybe we'll see in this current draft class. All right. Ethan went with the semi-low-hanging fruit but got to respect him for it. We are going to take a short break now before we head on the NFC East. So we'll be right back on the other side. All right, let's hop into the NFC East. We're going to do this one a little bit quicker and kind of speed things up for you guys. So here's what we're going to get in and we're going to go to Cowboys. Um, <laughs> Cowboys editions. James Washington, Dante Fowler. Pretty quick enough. Departures. Amari Cooper, Cedric Wilson, Blake Jarwin. Uh, backup offensive lineman. Connor Williams, Lael Collins, Randy Gregory, Brent Urban, DeMonte Kazi, and Keanu Neal. A lot of departures, not a lot Yikes. of Yikes. Never good to see. Never good Big to see. Big yikes. No. Um, yeah, they definitely uh, – we can all consistently say they got worse. I mean, they lost their two biggest playmakers in the receiver position. I mean, I know they still have um, CeeDee Lamb, but they also lost two big offensive linemen. So, to me, they immediately got worse. Yes, absolutely. No chance. And when you're losing – At all. Yeah. I was going to say, when you're losing two key offensive linemen and – I love Zeke, but he he needs the offensive line help at this point, the way he's been playing the last couple of years. And if you're losing that, you're losing Zeke as well, in my opinion. So yeah, at least I his production. They're going to rely heavily on Tyler Smith, their rookie guard who they drafted, and a couple other rookies to step in. That, like, they're already lacking roster what they have. Uh, not going to be good for him. MVP for me. Jared just touched on it. They have no wide receivers. CeeDee Lamb's going to have to have just an incredibly ball-out year. To yeah, I uh, okay. I I love that pick, and I'm actually going to do something very similar, but just go on a different note. It's For me, the MVP is going to be Michael Gallup because I don't. to me, I don't think CeeDee Lamb is stepping into that role of Amari Cooper because he was already productive last year. I think that Michael Gallup has to step into the role of Amari Cooper in order for this team to be successful on the offensive side of the ball. So for me, it's Michael Gallup. I know he was hurt, but he's got to do more than he did last year. Yep. Got to. Jared. Yeah, for me, it's going to be 
uh, Micah Parsons. Uh, I know he was their best player last year, but he's going to do the same thing again this year because with their offense taking a step back, I think it's going to happen. And their defense is going to take ten, like three steps forward. And Mike, it all starts with Micah Parsons. So um, that's why he's my MVP for for the Cowboys. There, he also, will still be their MVP on defense, but I definitely don't think their defense is going to take three steps forward. <laughs> well, I was about to say, I think that no, Jarrett makes a good point of he has to be on defense, maybe just in general, because they also lost Randy Gregory. So now who's going to fill that void? It, it has to be Micah Parsons. So. Yeah, it's not looking great for him, uh, which leads to our over-under, or their over-under, which they won 12 They won twelve games last year. Their over-under is 10. If we all consistently say they got worse, it's tough because they're in a terrible division. Yeah. But I don't. I definitely think you're safe betting the under because I don't think they're winning 11 games. Yeah, I think push at worst. I would say that. Yeah. I would say at best, like at their absolute best, like they're playing best ball all year long. I see eleven wins, but no, I think they're they ten can. or ten or under for sure. And I think that's gonna um, that might win this division too. To be honest with you, yep, we'll see. Probably, probably might, but we'll see. Probably <laughs> might. Um, we'll move on. That's what we got with the Cowboys Eagles additions. A.J. Brown, Zach Pascal, Hassan Reddick, Kaiser White, James Bradbury, and Jaquiski Tart. They lost a fuck ton. Uh, Jordan Howard, Brandon Brooks, Ryan Kerrigan, Hassan Ridgeway, Jannard Avery, Alex Singleton, Steve Nelson, and Rodney McLeod. What do you guys think? Personally, I don't think, I they, think they got better. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was just going to say, personally, I think they got better. I think that the addition of A.J. Brown, obviously huge. We can talk about that all day. But I think, and I talked about this in our draft recap, the additions that they made in the draft were all very good. And also great value, I think, is the best way to put that. Getting Kobe Dean where they did, getting um, Jordan Davis where they did, and then getting A.J. Brown at the same time in that draft with a trade just – Huge additions for me, so I th- I think they improved. I know we can talk about Jalen Hurts, but I think that they got better. I also think they got better as well. Um, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they they filled the spots that they lost with arguably better players. Yeah, pretty much. Not yeah. saying not to say they went from a you know nine win team to a twelve win team, but they did get better. Um, which leads to MVP. I think it's pretty easy to say, considering they've had no wide receivers in the last few years. Got to be AJ Brown. Yep. I, I don't think there's really anything. Also, you could argue, there. you could argue you could argue AJ Brown. Yeah, I said you could argue AJ Brown or Jalen Hurts uh, because someone's got to throw AJ Brown the ball. Jalen Hurts is not typically a good deep passer, but. A, uh, AJ Brown's a lot like Tyreek Hill getting the ball in space. He can kind of do the work. I think I think Jalen Hurts can get that done. So I would also say it's AJ Brown as well. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely going to see a little bit more on Jalen Hurts than what we've seen. I think we can all say that. So mm-hmm. I agree. I think that if he does show out the way that people are predicting that he will, this this team could also be dangerous. But again, it's making that second year leap. Can he do it? 
Could be, yeah. Yep. Uh, Over-under, which is kind of tricky. They won nine games last year. Over-under is nine and a half. He said they got better, but ten wins is a big step. I like it. I like the over here. I'll what, go with Skunk the, Jump. Uh, I, I, odds. What was that, Jarrett? Minus 130 on the over, plus minus 130 on the over, plus 110 on the under, Ethan. Lovely. You guys are both I'm still picking the over. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm going under nine and a half at plus just plus one ten. I probably won't end up betting it, but if I had to bet it, I would. I, just because I have not seen that step from Jalen Hurts yet. I had to see it before I could bet his over to get that team to 10 wins. If Tua is getting his team to barely 10 wins with that Dolphins team, I have a tough time believing that Jalen Hurts can get this Eagles team to 10 wins. My only caveat to that is just the difference the division. in division that they're playing. I yeah. get it. I yep. get it. But still. I do hear what you're saying, though. Still. All right. There we have that. I took the over. I took the under. I'm just the fucking black sheep tonight. Uh, the <laughs> Washington football commanders are up next. Um, they added Carson Wentz. Yay. Andrew Norwell, Trey Turner, F.A. Obata, Joey Sly. Lost Adam Humphreys, Brian Fitzpatrick, Ricky Seals-Jones, Eric Flowers, Brandon Scherf, Matt Anitis. Uh, John Bostich, DJ Hayden, Landon Collins. They lost a lot. Let's say that. What do they you guys think? Way worse. Way worse? Ooh. They did add Carson Wentz. Come on. They So you're saying that as a joke. I, I think they got worse. Don't get me wrong, Jarrett and Travis, because I'm assuming you're saying they got worse too. Um, I definitely think they got worse, but I I am not a Carson Wentz hater. I think that he is not a great quarterback, but at one point he was an MVP candidate. I know he didn't necessarily lead that team to that Super Bowl. Nick Foles did that for him. But the guy's never really had a bad NFL season. If you look at his stats, stat-wise, he's not had a great season, but I think he's a drastic upgrade from Taylor Heineke. So at the quarterback position, they got better. It's just that I think all the pieces around him, not so much. I will tell you this. I wouldn't want Carson Wentz on my team. See, that's that's where I would definitely agree with you is that I don't hate on the guy, but I wouldn't want him on the Packers. I can tell you that right now. Um, I hear a lot about Carson Wentz, obviously, because of where I live. So I hear a lot of like ins and outs of everything, and there's a lot of hype around him from the people that I work with, and sometimes I like to laugh in their face about it. But – um, yeah, I just wouldn't want him on my team. It's like there was hype around him in, at Indy whenever he did what he did. And then when it came down to where he had to win, he was fucking getting sacked on the goal line, throwing pick sixes. Like that's just what well, he does. And that's just it, right? You've got a guy who he didn't play bad all season. He had them in the playoff hunt and then they play the Jags week 17 and he shits the bet. I think that's why that's a big reason why I wouldn't, wouldn't want him on my team is because he doesn't show up when it matters most. He didn't even show up in the Super Bowl because he got hurt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all overall said they got worse. Uh, I think they, they addressed some of the missing O line spots. 
uh, but they failed to fill some holes on the defensive side of the ball, which has which will now be progressively getting worse over the last two years. Um, not a fan of the wide receiver they picked up. I don't think Jihad Dotson's that great. Uh, but either way, we all think they got worse. Who's your guys' MVP? Jarrett, who you got? Uh, it's going to have to be Carson Wentz. I mean, if this team's really going to make any, any, any kind of leap, it's going to have to come from the quarterback position. Um, not saying that it's going to happen, but if, if it need, if it's going to happen, it has to be him. Ethan. I like that a lot. I'm not going to go with it just to be different. Um, my MVP for this team has to be a healthy Antonio Gibson because that was a big missing piece for them last year. And it, re- it really showed itself in the fact that without a healthy quality running back, I mean, they lost J.D. McKissick too, which didn't help either. But when you lose Antonio Gibson for a good chunk of the season, and when he was playing, he was playing hurt. So you have a guy who's not producing on the field and they're not helping your team. Healthy Antonio Gibson changes that offense's dynamics. That is also mine because I think that he is going to have like an uptick in his workload to have to yep. offset. I mean, not saying Carson Wentz is going to be bad, but it had, just have to offset of whatever he can't produce. So that uh, that is mine. Jared's got Carson Wentz, which could very well be the MVP if they end up being good. If not, it might be Antonio Gibson. Over under eight. Uh, they won seven games last year, to put it in your guys' perspective. So this might be almost like a Dolphins-type lock. Yeah, I'm going under. I think because again, we've talked about this a few times tonight, but at worst they push. So I'm seeing seven wins max. Max. That's what I saw. Seven wins max. Yep. Yep. Maximum. So this would be one that I bet. This one, Dolphins. Dolphins over. This one under. Love it. Move on to the last team before we get to some fun shit for you guys. Giants. Uh, Sean Malone, if you're listening. We're going to hurt your feelings a little bit. Additions, Tyrod Taylor, Matt Breida, Jordan Akins, John Feliciano, Mark Glowinski, and Justin Ellis. Departures, Devontae Booker, John Ross, Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph. Woof, two big tight ends. Nate Solder, uh, Will Hernandez, Matt Skura, Danny Shelton, Lorenzo Carter, Bernardrick McKinney, Reggie Ragland, Jalen Smith, let me catch my breath. James Bradbury, Jabril Peppers, Logan Ryan. Holy shit. They, they lost, lost their everyone. Defense. They yeah. lost their defense. Now, I get it. They added Kayvon Thibodeau. They added Evan Neal in the draft. Great. That's awesome. Um, they still got worse. The, the back All end around. for them on defense, which has been a problem for years, might have become a bigger problem. Yeah. They're, they're not going to be good. No, they lost literally everyone. I think they're the worst team in the division, and it hasn't changed. So big, big, big losses. Um, they lost their tight ends who, I mean, Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, when healthy, good. Um, like you said, they gained Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal. That's their biggest bright side going into their future. Um, who's your MVP, guys? Ethan. Yeah, my uh my MVP, this is so hard for me. Um MVP, it ha- it has to be Daniel Jones, but <laughs> is he going to be the MVP? 
absolutely not. Um, he may not even be on that team by the end of the year. Um, Cause I've got two bold predictions for you with this team. These are my first bold predictions of the NFL previews for this season. Uh, first one, I think they're going to be the worst team in the entire league. That's just my bold prediction. I'm not saying I'd bet on it. I'm saying that that is a hot take alert. And then my second hot take bold prediction, I guess, is that I think they might trade Daniel Jones. The only thing that I'm not sure of that might put a, like put a thorn in that is that I don't know what his contract looks like. First, second of all, who the fuck wants him? Also that, but there, I mean, there are a few teams that could use him. I'm sure out there. I can't think of off the top of my head. I mean, do the Texans really want to ride with Davis mills? I don't know. Maybe they do. He looked good at the end of the year. So there's probably a high school team down the road for me that could use him as a nice scouting QB. <laughs> Fair. He could play the Joe Flacco role, except with no experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. More good wins. He can show you how to fumble it. That's about it. Jarrett, who's your uh, MVP for the giants? I mean, it's it's the best player naturally on their team who's good at football. It's Saquon Barkley. I don't, I know he's got an injury history, but I mean, if if they're gonna be worth any, if they're gonna be worth any fucking thing, like Ethan said, I think they maybe may, maybe the worst team in football. It has to be Saquon. He's the only bright spot on that team. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I didn't pick him is because of the injury. I went a different route and I went the route of MVP now, I guess, but looking into the future, which is Evan Neal. I think that them getting him, he was the most athletic offensive lineman in the draft. He was my favorite. Jared is upside down. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I I think Evan Neal is – is my MVP there. Like just like a starting point for that offense to like get something going. I'll Um, tell you what guys, uh, this has been a pretty entertaining episode, but nothing (laughs) more entertaining than the things that you guys can't see as listeners. That might've been the most entertaining part of this episode. (laughs) We're looking at this. Jared just fucking whoop. Up in the upside down. All right. (laughs) so, So here's what happened. Here's what happened. My fucking computer was dying. I'm in the basement. My computer's upstairs. My charger's upstairs. Underneath my desk. I can't fucking climb or anything to get it because my kid and my wife are sleeping. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to grab my AirPods, hop on my phone. I can finish the rest of it with my phone. So now I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't have any notes for the rest of the episode. So I got to look at my phone. I open up the little thing on the fucking phone to go over look at my notes. It kicks me out of the broadcast when I do that. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I got to scramble back. And I guess when I did that, it fucking inverted me from my fucking shit so i don't goddamn know jared jared is is struggling tonight on the struggle bus 
but hey, we're getting through it and we're managing. And it's I crazy. think I think so. So time out. Like and people can tell us, do I sound better right now? I think overall quality is not as good, but in terms of just like the staticiness and things like that, it's a lot better. The 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 first like almost to the end of AFC East, you were staticky. Then you disconnected your mic for some reason. I don't know what the issue was. Then you were good on your laptop. And then that was probably the best. This is probably good in between of the two. But we're here. It is what it is. It is what it is. They're listening. Over under for the Giants, seven wins. They won four wins. They won four games last year. Lock of the century. I don't know how you get this to seven. There's no way. There's lit- I, I literally cannot, looking at their schedule, create five wins for them. I, I just can't do it, let alone and seven. The fact, and the, yeah, the thing is, for this to lose, Jesus Christ, you'd have to <laughs> lose. You'd have to give them the eight wins. Yep. You can't. You can't. And the A damn near 500 team. For under a minus 125. Literally, that's a mortgage bet. Hemorrhage the I mean, mortgage. It's easy. Let's just run. Let's just quickly run through it. I'm going to run through it in like a 10 second speed round. Uh, Titans on the road, loss. Panthers at home. I don't know. With Baker Mayfield now, could be a loss. Uh, Cowboys at home. I'm saying loss. Bears at home. That should be a win. Packers on the road, loss. Ravens at home, loss. Jags on the road. I don't know. We'll see how Trevor Lawrence does. We'll count it as a win. Seahawks on the road. Drew Locke, baby. That's an L. (laughs) <laughs> we'll count it as a win. We're giving them benefit of the doubt here. That's four. Okay. Texans at home. We'll give them five. No. Lions that's at home. That's a loss. Lions, Lions at home. Loss. That's, that's a loss. Uh, Cowboys on the road. Give them a loss again. Commanders at home. Give them a win. Yep. Eagles at home. Loss. loss. Commanders on the road. We'll give loss. them a loss. Vikings on the road. Loss. loss. Colts and then Giants again, or sorry, then Eagles again. At, loss, loss. Yeah, we had six wins, yeah. and that was being beneficial the first few weeks. They would have to not play great. their best football to get to eight wins. You will not lose this bet if you bet the under, and that is stamp of approval. And I'll give that. I will refund you all your money. Two drunk Probably brothers not. plus one certified. Yeah, two drunk brothers with an X through the two, add a three in Ethan's face, certified. Um. There's your NFC, AFC East preview. Sorry, that took a little bit. Now we're getting into the fun shit. Here we go, Hey, mo- Hey, motherfucker, we didn't do rookie or... Oh, goddamn. <laughs> we didn't, did we? All right, who's the winner of the division? This is a tough one. Eagles. Uh, for me, it's not tough. It's the Eagles. I love the Eagles this year to win this division. Not to do much after that, but to win this division. I'm going to go on a limb, not do consensus, and do Cowboys. I think it comes down to a very, very, very close race in the end. I don't think it's definitely like granted Eagles. Like you just give it to them. Um, let's go rookie of the division. Uh, AJ Brown. <laughs> oh. He is a rookie in the division. Um, okay. But <laughs> no um, rookie in the division. That's I'm going to actually, I'm going to let you No, I'm not going to let you guys go first because I think we might have a consensus here. I think it's uh Kayvon Thibodeau. For me, no. at least, no consensus. No consensus. Okay, that's fine. But it's Kayvon Thibodeau for me. Continue, Jarrett. You go first. I have to look mine up. I'm going <laughs> with steal the draft. 
gets healthy, Nicobe Dean. Oh, fuck. I forgot about the Eagles. Jesus Christ. I might have to change mine. Nicobe <laughs> Dean, I think that is just an excellent, like, they got him so late. Linebacker, he comes in, role player, does a great job. Doesn't have to perform immediately. I like that pick. Um, honestly, I take either of yours. I don't really have have a. I didn't pay attention, ton of attention to the draft. I do think Nicobe Dean went way too late. To me, he was a first round talent. So, um, yeah, that's that's what that's what I think there. So I like I like that pick, Trav. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Kayvon Thibodeau, but forgetting that the Eagles existed there for a second, even though I said AJ Brown, I think you, it know, you said they were gonna there. win the division. Yeah. <laughs> I think it could be either of their uh, first two picks. It could be Jordan Davis or Nicobe Dean that could end up being the MVP of or yeah, rookie of the year. For, yeah. Jordan Davis. So. If I want to go back to my whole got to stop the run to win football games thing, that's that's huge there. So, got to be in on more than one of seven downs though. If you're Jordan Davis, dude, get the gas like he's fucking running the Rocky Mountains. Um, there it is. NFC, AFC East. Uh, we'll cover some more divisions next week, but for now we're going to go with some fun top five. Uh, how are we doing? Are we each given five? Did we decide on <laughs> drafting and doing a draft or are we just doing our top five? I think I like the draft. draft. I like the draft, but I like the snake draft. I know we're doing we, can, we can, we can do a snake draft. That's fine because I did not prepare five because I thought we were doing a draft and I was only going to get four choices. We're doing right, let's do a draft. snake draft and let's do five a piece because Travis can do like a graphic like the Barcelona Chicago guys do. I think that's money. That's gonna get engagement. That's the money. Okay, dude. People can get mad because we'll forget somebody. All yeah, right. So fuck five them. picks. Five picks. Snake draft. Yep. Five picks. Snake draft. I'm going first. Got to go number one overall. That's fine. We talked about it earlier. Michael Scott. Have to. So so, so no one knows what we're doing, guys. For, you guys didn't fucking say what we're doing. We're doing the top <laughs> TV comedy characters of all time. Travis we definitely Sonic. did not say that. We should yeah. have given all of our picks I with did no context. the beginning context. of the episode, you motherfuckers. That's fair. But you know what? We could have given this entire draft with no context <laughs> and tried to let people guess what the draft was. TV um, show. Com- the, the, so does the genre of the TV show have to be comedy? Absolutely, yeah, because we're doing right. a drama one. We're doing like a drama non-comedy here in a couple weeks. Uh, All right. So top five comedy TV characters. I had to go Michael Scott. Ethan argued it. And then, Jarrett, you weren't on here. But then I I came to a realization. That he was fucking wrong. I had a conversation with my fiance, who's also a big Office fan. And she kind of talked me out of my rationale, which I will talk about when I choose one of my picks. Cause I don't think you guys are going to have it um, about why I was wrong. So, so we'll just okay. get all that the characters and steal yours. So I will, I will let Ethan go second. So Travis take, takes Michael Scott, number one overall top TV, top five TV comedy characters. Ethan, I'll let you go. Number two. All right. I'm going to throw a wrench in what I just said, because my number two, two overall isn't going to be this character that I was talking to you guys about earlier in the day. I'm going to save that for a later pick because probably not second overall funniest comedy TV show character of all time. But my second overall is Chandler Bing from friends. And I know that that might be, I was like, I don't know if you guys are like, man, is he worthy of two overall, but just a naturally funny character on a show that like just was super lighthearted and had funny moments. 
but it's it's a top character on a comedy. They don't have to be the fucking funniest person alive. I, I mean, yeah, no, you're it's not. Got, like the character they play has to be good. And I was telling Ethan this: you take Michael Scott out of the role, you take Steve Carell out of the Michael Scott role, the show's trash. It's, yeah, so it's, it's definitely it's, not it's, as good. Yeah, it's more Steve Carell than than this Michael Scott. But um, I like that pick, Ethan. It's an iconic show. So I'm gonna go back to back picks in, in the snake draft. I'm gonna take the two best characters from my second favorite sitcom of all time, Parks and Rec. I'm gonna go Andy Dwyer and, and Ron Swanson. That's what I'm gonna do. Back to back. Mm-hmm. So I will say I left off all Parks and Rec characters because I knew that you were gonna choose them with some of your first picks. I didn't uh, think that he was gonna take fucking both. Not back to back. I didn't think that, but I figured he'd take both of them at some point, or you would have taken one of them at some point. I had Andy Dwyer on my list. All right, you well, think you're you back go. up then? Oh my god, snake draft. You were right. Um, with my second pick, fifth overall, I am gonna go with my office character that I tried arguing earlier, came to the realization, and then came back to it. Still think one of the funniest TV show characters of all time. It's Creed Bratton. Creed Bratton. Creed Bratton is the thing. The, what I tried to argue with these guys earlier without saying who it was, is that he's not a main character. He doesn't have, he has the least amount of lines in that entire show, which I think is crazy. But every single thing that he does on that show is hilarious. And I think it can be summed up by the scene where he does, where uh, Toby's up front and he's talking about slap, scream run and then he just gets up slaps meredith in the back of the head yelps essentially and then runs out of the room might be one of the funniest moments on that entire show so i'm going creed bratton at, at five overall the dude is just hilarious this is a huge hot take i don't i'm i don't like creed crazy I just, I just all your didn't. all the rest of your picks are invalid didn't hit with me <laughs> that's fine uh my i'm gonna go i get back-to-back picks number six overall I am taking uh, Fez from that 70s show. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I like it. That was that was a debatable one for me is picking somebody from that 70s show. Um I haven't watched it in a long time though, admittedly, so I kind of forget the uh comedy from that show. Jarrett, were you there for that? No, I missed it. What's up? Oh, your face was there, it was frozen. With the with my pick, I took Fez from that 70s show. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I forgot about that 70s show. Fuck. Shit. And then right, so I'm going back. Ethan took. Yeah, you're going back to back. Ethan took Creed. I took Fez. I'm going back to back. I'm going more iconic here than anything. Kind of different. I'm going Homer Simpson. Mm. I, I like that pick, but admittedly do not watch a lot of the Simpsons. So I don't, it's not um, like I catch them all, but like, Kind of like classic comedy, kind of guy. Yeah, and I mean, 
or iconic, right? Mm-hmm. So right. had to throw them in there. That's your uh, six and seven overall. Is that right? Because we're on correct. we're on the third round. Beautiful. All right, I will give you my third overall. This is a show I watched a lot around middle school, high school days. Haven't watched as much recently, but uh, it's actually, you know, this is tough. I'm going (laughs) to stick with what I had, though. I'm going to go Peter Griffin from Family Guy. I was thinking about doing Stewie. I knew you were going to do Family Guy character. (laughs) But I used to watch that show religiously. I'm talking like every single day of my life. It's, you know, not a great thing to admit, but did. It's cheesy. It's, you know, not everybody's favorite show, but uh just such a funny show to me and peter's one of the staples of that show so not not that i don't like it but i remember when we were all roommates you would watch that and i was like jesus fuck, jesus christ <laughs> i gonna, i actually, I actually love family guy i love him i like i like watching I, I an episode or two no more i would have gone with stewie but peter's a good pick so I like that i like i like the animated routes i didn't think about that guys i'll be honest with you but I'm gonna go with two more, obviously because I have my my third and fourth pick, or yeah, third and fourth pick. So my third pick, I'm gonna go David Rose from Shit's Creek, because he's mm-hmm. fucking goaded on that show. If you guys haven't watched Shit's Creek, y'all are fucking missing out. Is that and, uh? I don't. Is that I've watched Shit's Creek, but is that the guy with the fuzzy eyebrows? No, yes. that is so that no, it is not the guy with fuzzy eyebrows. The guy with fuzzy eyebrows the, is yeah. Eugene Levy. It's a it's a gay kid, yeah. the gay guy. Yeah, I I thought about picking him. Uh, hilarious, he's such a good character on that show. He's so good. And then my I guess my next pick. This may not be a, a something you guys watch, but if you haven't watched, it's fucking hilarious. Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm. So Larry David is the creator mm-hmm. of Seinfeld. He has a yep. show called Curb Your Enthusiasm where he plays himself. And the shit he gets himself into is fucking hilarious. So that's that's it's a funny ass show. All right, Ethan. I like those picks. Um, when you were talking about the guy with the fuzzy eyebrows, I thought you were talking about Steve Levy, the dad in that yeah. show, because um, I think he has fuzzy eyebrows. So I wasn't wrong necessarily. <laughs> but yeah, I've watched that show. That's who I thought. I because I don't know their names. I don't watch it religiously. Uh, yep. I know that he's funny in that show, and then the guy that Jarrett picked is like extremely funny as well. So I didn't know which one he said. So love that. Um, I'm gonna go with another uh, kind of off, not off the rails, because I bet it's pretty streamlined for some people. But my next pick is Eric Cartman from South Park, because that's another show that I watched way more than I'd like to admit when I was in high school, early college days, but. Uh, Eric Cartman from South Park. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Super oh, inappropriate right. show. A lot of their episodes wouldn't really fly nowadays, probably, but uh, I watched it so much growing up and I always laugh. All right. Eric Cartman with the 11th pick. So I get back to back and I'm done, huh? That is true. Yep. That is the case. That's how, how this works. All right. My next one, I'm going Schmidt. From New Girl. Oh my god, I forgot about New Girl. Mm. Fuck. Fuck, I forgot uh, about New fantastic Girl. Fantastic pick. Iconic character. That was a great pick. And then I had two 
I was deciding between my last pick, both Ashton Kutcher roles. And two and a half men and is that 70s show? Not two and a half men. The ranch. Love him in the ranch. Oh, yeah. He's kind uh, of like a it's not really a yep. comedy, but he plays yeah. a comedy character. So I didn't include you have, that. You you have you have to go Kelso. I'm going Michael Kelso. Yeah. As my I, last I, I like that pick a lot. You had two oh. that 70 show characters then, huh? Two that 70 show characters, yes. Fez and Kelso. It's a great show. Nice. It's a great show. It's funny. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, Ethan. Let's time out, time see out, time here. out. You, I, know, you know they're bringing a spinoff. They're bringing a spinoff called That 90s Show. Because they did a spinoff called That 80s Show. It didn't go that well. But they're doing a That 90s Show. And uh, Red and Katie Foreman are going to be in it. Oh, that's hilarious. I love them. Yeah. I love them. Nice. That'll be great. I wonder who the rest of the good. cast is going to be. Do you know? I do not know, but I didn't mean to cut Ethan off. I just, I just wanted to make sure everyone knew that. Oh, I didn't. So thanks for the insight. I also live and you learn. Know that. No, that's great. Love that. You could? Great, uh, great addition. I will. I had a lot of honorable mentions. So this last pick was really, really tough for me. Um, I was going to go with a third office character pick uh but i'm gonna leave it because actually Jarrett might have this one so i won't say it yet but um the final character that i'm gonna take i'm also gonna take a, that 70 show character and i'm gonna take red foreman um oh, another just classic one. funny funny character on a show you were talking about that 70 show and started turning my gears a little bit as to who was on that show and uh i think red was one of the one of the better parts of that show so by default yeah. technically with only one pick left that '70s show is the best comedy show ever made. No, because I'm about debatable. I'm about to throw their office character out there. True, you would I mean, tie I it. Believe, I can't believe it made it. I can't believe it made it this far. Fucking Dwight Schrute, like how? Yeah, how? That's why I didn't say it. How that was going to be one of my honorable mentions that I almost chose. Yeah. I mean, I fairly solid draft. I mean, so I, I'm pissed because I didn't, I didn't take any. We don't have any. It's always sunny in Philadelphia characters. So I, I thought about one. taking Charlie. Dude, Charlie's dude, he's so fucking funny in that show. Charlie and I, D are the best. I, I also had Barney's. None of us took any How I Met Your Mother. I had Barney since on mine. Yeah. Um, I had Phil Dunphy from uh, Modern Family. He's fucking hilarious. Like, that's about it. Yeah, oh I took Charlie, and then I was gonna take uh, Devito's character. Oh, dude, yes. Ah, uh, fuck. <clears throat> there are so oh many God. people that we and shows in general that just we we didn't go over, and that I'm just now like thinking about. Another one for me, Andy Samberg on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Another just See, classic. I've, I've never never watched but... that show. Never. That's the that thing. Show. Is like really I. I don't want when because Jared introduced this as like a topic for us uh, tonight. I don't watch a lot of comedy TV series mm. religiously, so like yep. I just had to go with the ones that I've seen and ones that I know. Uh, so like I've never watched Brooklyn Nine Nine. I probably never watched a lot of the top comedy series out there, but I feel like we covered a lot of the a lot of the big ones for sure. 
I feel like we I did. Mentions, I feel like I mentions we should toss in like Travis. We said Charlie, Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Who like you want to toss in as an honorable mention? Here, I'll, I'll put him in my notes. Honorable mention, E. Um, real fast, I'm going to uh, change my my last draft pick if I can, if I so may, because I threw I, in Red Foreman there, just saying, like you know, trying to think of somebody. But then when I thought of Andy Sandberg and Brooklyn Nine Nine, that that to me that's a no brainer. I'm going with that one, and we can put so Red as an honorable. Yeah, that's fair. All right, and then and then Red Foreman's an honorable mention. Yes, and even like. <laughs> There's another character in Brooklyn Nine-Nine that's played by Chelsea Peretti and also just another hilarious character. There's so many out there that I forgot about. Yeah, Chelsea Peretti, she's she's actually acclaimed as like that's one of the top comedy roles of all time. In yeah, so funny. To I need to watch that. I need to watch it. I've never seen it. I don't think I'm missing anything show. that I've watched. Like Him 30 Rock? Him. We didn't have any characters from 30 Rock? I didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of Thirty Rock. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't my favorite by far. I just know it's like a classic for some people, and like that's a, that was a big one back in the day. Well, good show. You- good show that's new. But could turn you on to got to some of you guys. I think it's on Hulu. Jarrett turned it on to me. Uh, Abbott Elementary, funny as fuck. Hmm. Good show. Yeah, never even heard of it. We'll have Abbott Elementary. It. It's about teachers in elementary school. It's fucking hilarious. They're nominated for like fucking. 15 Emmys or some shit like that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah. No, that, that, that's good. So I like that. So the next time we do it, when we do when I'm back in two weeks, I'm going to do the every, every other week thing. When I'm back in two weeks, we're going to do top five drama TV actors of all time or TV characters. I watch more drama yep. than, than, uh, than comedy. So that'll work. Um, That'll do it for this episode. Jared will be back in two weeks. Me and Ethan will hit you up. And we're going to be coming in your ears next week. Yes, sir. Good old Jared quote. But glad we could all three get in your ears this week. Uh, we're going a little long, but we'll see you next week. Peace out. <laughs> Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're... Team ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.